As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Heroes Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome back to the Gamer Heroes Podcast. Uh, this is Thomas. Hey. And, uh, what's up, Thomas? Hey, How's it what's going? up? Cam, how you doing, man? I'm doing, I'm doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Uh, you're, you're still brand spanking new to the GGKC yeah, team. relatively. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm enjoying it a lot so far. Uh, me too. I had a blast talking about Apex for a whole whole episode last week. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> me I, too, actually. Yeah. Man, I had a blast. I've, I've been thinking about that game nonstop, but I'm going to try to hold off talking apex this much right here at, out of the gates because yeah. you know especially for people who don't care about that game i don't want to overload you mm-hmm. um but uh yeah there's a, there's a lot of cool stuff um going on on there uh this was a busy week of news and yeah. stuff a lot of stuff happened in literally one week like i didn't think that things would continue to be crazy after a relatively well-known developer just announced and dropped a game mm-hmm but here we are. Yeah. Like, I've been playing another game that got announced and dropped. Uh, literally, it's Tetris. Okay. I've been playing Tetris 99 a whole lot. I have only what been playing Tetris thing. 99. Okay, so that got announced last week, right? That got announced with the Nintendo Direct last Wednesday, I think it was. It was the 13th. So, yeah, the last Wednesday. That's right. mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there were... Uh... We're going to talk about the rest of the lineup or all the information from that. Uh, I was about to say the Nintendo Switch, the uh, uh, Nintendo Direct. So tell me about Tetris 99. Yeah, uh, so Tetris is a game that's uh, really good. I like Tetris a lot. Um, you may have heard of it. Um, you make know. you take blocks and put. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to explain what Tetris is. You know, you should know what it is by now. Can but you floss in that game? No, you cannot. Um, there's actually like no customization at all in it which kind of surprised me a little bit. And that kind of turned me off a little bit at the start of it. But I'm like, I'm I'm fine. I just like playing Tetris and it's good Tetris. Um, But I haven't really said what it was kind of. Uh, So it is a Tetris Battle Royale game, which is weird. Uh, (laughs) That's so weird. I did not expect this to be my favorite announcement at the Direct. 
mostly mm. because I didn't know about it going in. But right, like you usually expect like a big opener and a big closer with these sort of things. But yeah, uh, you basically just play essentially Tetris Attack against 98 other players, and as like you basically clear multiple lines or like clear like different combos of single lines. So if you clear a whole bunch in a row, you're basically sending uh, junk lines to the board of somebody in that 98 that you're targeting which you can target i think you can target for like there's four different things you can target so it's not just you just like sending pieces out to everybody because that would just be ridiculous it'd be way too much uh but you can target for ko's if you want to basically target somebody who is like quote close to death um and then that'll basically the game will like hey this person's about to die let's mess with them even more you know right um and that can be good because as you get KOs, you get badges, which basically allow you to send more lines. So there's kind of a there's a weird That's like cool. meta game and strategy to this, depending on like how you target. Hmm. Um, you can also target just completely random if you want to, um, which I've never used. I think I've used it the first time I was playing because I didn't know that you could target other people. Because there's absolutely no tutorial in this game. It's just like, hey, go play Tetris. Go, just go. Um, you can target people who have the most badges, which if you knock out somebody who have all the badges, have a bunch of badges, you take their badges, oh, which is cool. cool. And the more badges you have, obviously, like the more lines you're sending to people, mm-hmm. even if you're sending like a single line, you can still send like four or five, depending on how many you have, which is absolutely nuts. Um, nice. and then you can also target, um, anybody attacking you, which is a really cool thing that I didn't catch up on until... I played maybe like 10 or so games of it. So other people... I, I will say, so mm-hmm. you, you showed me this game. You put it in my hands yes. uh, at, at our uh, event last week. And uh, I just played Tetris. Mm-hmm. Like I saw some junk lines pop up and when it said like attack or something, mm-hmm. I saw stuff go out to the, you know, in the background, you yeah. see everybody else's screens, which is a really cool thing. Like, it is, yeah. For, for not being, you know, there are no avatars or anything like that. Mm. It's a cool way of being connected to all those people with Tetris. Yeah, and every game I've played, it's just like an immediate, like, you load up and then you just see all these other, like, tiny different boards materializing around you and it looks really cool and has, yeah. like, a neat sound it. it feels like it. a game show. Like yeah, a totally, proper totally. game show. Totally. Um, well, when I did that, I so I'm just playing Tetris and mm-hmm. I would see the, the attacks go out and I was like, I don't understand this. But it didn't. It didn't feel like it took away from my experience not knowing how that worked. Right. Because it's Tetris. Yeah. It's it's you know? it's just it's just good ass Tetris. You know. Um, I I I've, the best I've gotten so far is second place. I have not gotten my dub just yet. Sweet victory. Really. That oh man. Uh, there are some people out there who are really good at Tetris. Yes. There uh, are. <laughs> I saw a tweet. I don't remember who it was from, but somebody said like, it's just really satisfying to watch these like big name streamers hop into like the newest battle royale thing and then just get like absolutely destroyed by these like (laughs) moms who don't play video games that much at all that are just like oh well i'm jimmy's mom and that's like their name on their switch and they're just like hopping in because they like playing tetris and then they're just mopping the floor with like these big name streamers (laughs) it's just absolutely great but uh yeah the game is uh it it's super polished it plays like one of the better versions of Tetris because there are some bad Tetris games out there. Um, it's got like T-spins and all that stuff in there. Like it, you can be T-spin. like super technical. So if you basically try to think of the best way to explain this. So if you have a slot in like your field of, in your quote, well of bricks, cause that's apparently what it's called. Um, if you have a slot where it doesn't look like you can drop like the T block directly into, 
but you can like have it next to it and then rotate it and it'll fit in perfectly, you get, I think, extra lines for that. Oh. Yeah. It's called a T-spin. Cool. I didn't know this. I'm really bad at setting them up. I'm really good at I'm really good at accidentally doing them. Yeah, yeah. But apparently that's like the way to win because you get extra lines for only clearing like two. But uh, yeah, I've I've been weirdly strategic about playing Tetris in a way that I kind of have never been. Um, I've been I know there's like a strategy where you're basically just going like just full frontal, just like going in on targeting just KO, so you want to get as many badges as possible. And then once you get down to like half the people, then the game starts to speed up a little bit. Then you start targeting badges, so you're taking out the people who are like above that. So then by like the end game, you just have to survive, but every line you clear is still sending like six or seven lines to people. Wow. Um, you can, if somebody, if, because uh, you can be targeted at mul by multiple people at once. Uh, so if you're being targeted by like, well, there's like 99 players. So if you're being targeted like 12 people, which is totally possible, and you just have this like big like board built up and you can just clear a bunch of lines really quickly, then you can just select attackers and you're literally sending whatever like you are getting, I think with an additional multiplier, depending on how many people are attacking you, just to literally all of them and you see it go to them and it's incredibly satisfying. That's cool. Yeah. I'm really enjoying this game. It's also free if you're on the Nintendo yeah. Switch online thing, which is great. I like that they're giving reasons to subscribe to that thing because there haven't really been a ton other than like, hey, you can back up your saves. That's pretty cool. Man, but... I am just so on board with uh, releasing something, announcing it, mm -hmm. and it's free. Like, totally. I mean, just like Apex did, obviously we talked about it last week, uh, but I absolutely love that business, business model. Mm -hmm. I get so tired of, I mean, I just get fatigued from the no man's skies of the industry where mm -hmm. it's just like, okay, so like, when is this going on? Honestly, I have had no interest over the long term in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, so, oh, they still haven't made that one? Because you know, I would hear <laughs> people just get hyped up and then it's like, oh, no, it's it's still... Yeah, I, I can relate to that. At some point, I just quit watching Kingdom Hearts trailers before it came out just because, like, well, like... I just... Am le like, I like trailers. I, yeah. I would say that I like trailers more than most people. Mm -hmm. Like, I am content just watching my favorite trailers over and over again. Mm -hmm. The Halo Reach one, where they're like fighting and they like goes up at the ship the, and stuff. All the like, Halo trailers just, are excellent. Oh, put that on repeat because yeah. I did that for like two years of my life. Yeah. Um, I love watching that stuff, but I, I like that as like, hey, here's a sure thing. Like this is to get you excited, but the game's already in good shape. Mm -hmm. You know, this stuff where, I mean, it's, you know, low hanging fruit. So I am going to use No Man's Sky. Yeah. But to show something so long before it is the anywhere near ready is annoying to me yeah like i can wait i'm not in a big hurry even with like zelda games it's like look you take as long as you need to make your game mm -hmm. i'm not in a big hurry so like i am not the gamer who's going to be telling you to rush you know and and a lot of people really get upset when stuff gets pushed back and i understand it i just don't you know feel that way yeah i'm i'm, I'm kind of the same way uh i i really really liked that uh <clears throat> excuse me i really liked how they handled like hey Metroid Prime 4 is going to take a little while. Just bear with us. Like, I really liked that they were super upfront about that. Because, yeah. like, yeah, I would absolutely rather Metroid Prime 4 be good and not just, like, oh, well, we're just putting it out because we have to, you mm -hmm. know, like, which some other, like, big companies may end up doing or something like that. You know what? Uh, I'm already breaking. We, we made a list of how we we're going to format the, the show right now. But this, this really makes me want to jump into the news of the... Uh, so I'm thinking about 
Telltale Games mm-hmm. because Telltale basically took a bunch of gambles, didn't tell anybody, lost, and everyone got laid off. Yeah. And just, I mean, it was a, I, for me, like, I don't have a lot of sympathy for companies that do anything even close to that. Like, there is absolutely no reason that someone should have a family and healthcare and mm-hmm. all this stuff on Monday and then on Friday, it's gone. Yeah. And and you did nothing wrong. There was no indication that uh, you, you should have planned your finances any differently. Like, mm-hmm. That is so reprehensible. I mean, it makes me angry just thinking about it, um, that, that an employer could treat their employees like that just because they took a risk. And I understand there's an inherent risk to those kinds of businesses, but to have no safety net at all, like they should never have been taking those bets. Yeah, they were they you were know? essentially just gambling with their employees' livelihood yeah. at Telltale. So sure. the reason this is relevant is uh, kind of with this transparency that Nintendo has had with that Metroid uh, Prime 4 mm-hmm. announcement, just being like, hey, this is not what we thought it was going to be. So we're basically starting over, like more or less. It's like we're, yeah. we got another team on yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, hey, we're starting square one, you know. Yeah, it'll, right. it'll be a while, but, mm-hmm. you know, please, please understand. Yeah. That's, and, that's their uh, catchphrase. <laughs> that is. So, uh, so that's cool. So I, I really like that kind of transparency. Mm-hmm. It's, it's when you get the telltales of the industry where they are just being any other business. Like they don't say, I mean, when stuff like this happens, it seems like they never cared about their employees because how can you care about your employees and take such a huge risk when there's a chance, even a, a tiny chance that that can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's relevant because uh blizzard right yep that happened let's talk about it <laughs> yeah so uh if you guys or uh it was it yeah it was blizzard specifically not just Activision. it, it right? was it was both um it was the parent company activision blizzard basically so if you haven't heard uh on the 12th i believe uh it was activision blizzard's big earnings call at which point they started just like doing layoffs that had been rumored for like a week at that point which uh, reading some of the accounts of just like people coming in and not knowing whether or not they were going to have their jobs on Tuesday is just really kind of messed up. And like, there were accounts yeah. of like people just like hugging and crying in the parking lot. Cause they just like, didn't know if like they were going to like essentially, you know, have a job by the end right. of that week or even at the start of the week, they didn't know if it was going to be before or after, but Tuesday was the big earnings call. Um, but uh, they, they, they laid off, roughly 800 people from the accounts i don't think we have a specific number mm-hmm. i don't know if we ever will but um it looked like about eight percent of what they were operating at but yeah uh the as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So layoffs suck, right? Uh, But they happen and like that it's it's a bad situation but bad like bad business decisions lead to stuff like this and that stinks mm-hmm. but that is the nature of business so that alone is bad news mm-hmm. but the problem is with that earnings call this has been uh was it blizzard i'm sorry that i get them mixed yeah, up now. so they, they it was blizzard activision's biggest like highest yeah. revenue year of all time yeah they said it was their i think uh the earnings call uh, they said, quote, had once again achieved record results in 2018, but they were still going to be, like, restructuring and doing all these layoffs and all of that stuff. Um, which, uh, from their perspective and from, like, a business standpoint, it really just meant it was the best year that they've had, but they didn't reach the goals that they set for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, the goals they set for themselves, I think they were short. I don't know an exact number. I'm also not a business analyst or anything mm-hmm. by any means. I play video games. But, um, yeah, I, uh, they, they, they missed like their like target. Here's what we are like shooting to make for this year. This is our projections. They felt, they fell way, way short of that and let a bunch of people go to like cut those costs. Um, obviously like I'm not, I'm not going to come out here and say like, this is how you run a business. Cause I absolutely have no idea, mm-hmm. but I, I take issue personally with the fact that like, you know, don't don't open an earnings call like that if if that's what you're going for it it, it comes across as very heartless which I know like mm-hmm. not getting into that anyway um, <laughs> I I feel like uh, giving like your executives and like your it, it feels like they're taking just kind of advantage of people who are passionate to work in this industry because like obviously like people who work on video games it's absolutely a passion project because um, they're passionate about creating. It's like being a teacher. About, like exactly. People don't do it right because they do just, it because they love it. Right. Like, full stop. There's so few people who go into the industry and either plan mm-hmm. or accidentally get rich. Right. There's some people that do, mm-hmm. and they're just rich as hell. Yeah. And great. But you know, you know but, who's doing that? You yeah. Know, oh, I played Zelda when I was a kid, and now, oh man, I'm gonna be a millionaire. Right. Yeah. Like, this it, is my ticket. But yeah, like they're, they're cutting all of this stuff, and they didn't really feel like. They hit those goals, but they're still like giving bonuses to executives and everything, which I know is a common thing, but I feel like, at least in my opinion, that should be something to go before you start messing with people's livelihoods. But I know, uh, just kind of looking at some of the articles that came around, I mostly looked at the uh, Kotaku one by Jason Schreier. Um, He, they said that a lot of the people that were cut were actually not specifically like game dev they were or like what they kind of consider game development like core development they were a lot of support staff um they were a lot of they they were basically just like a lot of support staff they were a lot of uh like marketing stuff like that um i think a lot of the teams that kind of had that that got cut from that were ones that were like hey welcome to activision you're going to be supporting destiny well they don't have destiny anymore Mm -hmm. and like i think maybe a couple of those people probably got put on other teams but like well, it sounded like uh, there there were two different 
studios that were basically assisting uh, Bungie. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what they were called, but uh, there were two different ones, and all of those people are still have their jobs as far as I've read, um, and they're going to be shifted in one capacity or another to a different part of the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I read was that uh, all, of, all of Blizzard's other IPs, across all of them, there's going to be like a 20% boost to all of their staff. Like, not 20% each, but mm-hmm. aggregate, there will be a 20% increase in everything that's not Destiny, obviously. Right. Um, but that includes Overwatch, it includes Diablo, mm-hmm. Warcraft, Starcraft, uh, World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and like, that's exciting. It, it is remarkable because, like, I, I talked last night about how, um, last night, last week, uh, <laughs> about how Apex Legends could, you know, it comes at a time where it's so popular and the uh, Overwatch League's just about to start, mm-hmm. you know, and, and about sucking the oxygen out of the room, right? Um, I, I'm excited to see how all this stuff turns out. I, like, with all that bad news, I hope the Overwatch League does something cool. Um, there yeah. have been remarks. It was like a week before that news announcement went out, the uh, that release that we just talked about, that they said Overwatch, like the Overwatch that you know now is just a little bit of what we have in store. And mm-hmm. it's like, uh, okay. Yeah. You're really, <laughs> that's a hard sell because like you're telling me it took you all these years to get to where you are now. So that game has been out for almost three years almost now, I think. Almost three, coming yeah. up on it, yeah. It's like 2016, right? Yeah, and, you know, I understand if you have big changes, like, you know, whatever. I mean, hopefully they have a cool story mode or something. I don't know. Right. They need um, something. They need something, but to suggest, to make such a bold claim to say that the Overwatch that you know now is just mm. a piece yeah. of... It's like, uh, okay, could you... Could you just release it? Yeah. Like, can you, can you just tell drop us, it? You yeah, because, like, I don't... I, you don't even have to release it. Just tell us, like, well, it something. Well, it's me, because you know? I've already... I've now, with Apex, I have officially fallen off the Overwatch League train. I'll still watch Overwatch League, mm-hmm. but I I have no reason to go back and play that. Especially right. with how little toxicity I've seen in Apex, because you've got teams of three. Um, I, I just don't see why I would ever play Overwatch again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, there's just... Like you, I think you joked last week. It's like when they come out every year, they come out with like one new character. Yeah, that's, which is that's only kind of, of the yeah, and they they look like put up maps and stuff, but that's kind of it. Like they they all of the I think for the most part, at least from what I've seen, I haven't kept up with Overwatch in a few years, but um, from what I've seen, it's just like all right, cool, we're putting out this event that people liked again. All right, cool. Uh, here's your yearly hero. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Here's a here's a map or two, and that's kind of it. You know, yeah. Overwatch is in. I don't. I wouldn't say it's necessarily dying, but it's definitely flat. Um, yeah. And even last last last. Excuse me. Even last night, um, just out of curiosity, I just fired up Twitch, and sure enough, like uh, Apex, like Apex Legends was beating the Overwatch League as it was happening live. It was still oh, yeah. sitting above it, not by much. It was like maybe like twenty thousand. Okay, that's quite a few people, but like it was the numbers were higher by about twenty thousand. Which I've, I've, I haven't seen anything take Apex, Apex over the top since that launch, which is wild. But yeah, yeah, Overwatch needs something, I think. Yeah, because um, uh, they've also come out and said that like Blizzard isn't planning on releasing a game in 2019, which I don't think is necessarily a huge deal, just because Blizzard just doesn't release a whole lot of games, you know. But they did announce that they're working on like they've got that Diablo Immortal, which I'm sure will do fine financially. 
Um, I, I'm actually interested in that game. Yeah, it. it I it, I want to see what it is. I don't know if I'm interested in like keeping up with it, but I'm really interested yeah. to see what it is. Yeah, because like you know, uh, I, I state when the news came out on here, we we talked about it, mm. but I I really don't understand. Like honestly, when I see gamers get really pissed off about stuff, I mean just livid about stuff, I can't take it seriously. Like it just, I find myself in a position a lot where I'm just like. Why are, you, why are you still upset? It seems like you are living mm-hmm. to be upset. Uh, and when that came out, it was like, there's validation, like there's a valid reason to be kind of pissed off at Blizzard. It's like, oh, they're out of touch and, and this, that, and the other. Like, totally valid things to say about that. But the amount of anger that people it was, had. It was, it was like, a lot, oh, yeah. You're going to have a free game? Or when they they made that uh, remark, it was like, oh, what, you don't have a phone? Yeah. You know, I, I think it was my, somebody told me that, and they're like, I can't believe they said that. And I was like, uh, what are you mad about? Because don't you have a phone? Yeah. <laughs> and as I took that the way that they that I think they meant it, because I didn't realize that that was something that made people mad until someone told me they were mad about mm-hmm. it. Because uh, I'm thinking, like, I like Hearthstone because I always have my phone with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, having a Switch is great, but I don't even have that with me all the time unless mm-hmm. I plan for it. Right. Uh, you know, I went over to my buddy's place uh, this past weekend, and we had a, a, a guy's night and just played pretty much Apex all night, a tiny bit of Hearthstone, um, but we just kicked it. Our significant others were out, out of the out of town for a little bit, which was a funny coincidence, mm-hmm. especially because it's like Valentine's Day weekend. Oh, yeah, that is weird. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, yeah, it was a great time, and uh, you know, we played Hearthstone, which of course you can play online, mm-hmm. but because we were sitting in the living room together, it's more fun because you can talk and you, right. know, you can talk shit, and you can oh, yeah. uh, you know, just be like, oh, check this out mm-hmm. and watch this. I think there's, I think there's, like, I think it is okay to be, like, to provide feedback. I think anybody, I think any company that is putting something out there, I think, and and they're not expecting any sort of feedback is ridiculous, because that's just kind of how the nature of the world works. Mm -hmm. But being a dick with your feedback is a completely different thing. Um, Yeah, and and something I read an article about recently that's mm -hmm. really stuck with me. Uh, is like, you know, I don't really care for Twitter mm-hmm. very much. I know a lot of people don't like Facebook for the same reasons I don't like Twitter. Um, but it's it's the idea that like Twitter just you know people being vocal about something is not necessarily representative of how people feel. Uh, you can you can look at that in a real life example of like conservatives tend to be people who live in out in the country. They're people who are less you know millennial style they're older for one they tend to be i'm making generalizations here but um they're less connected to the internet they're less likely to be on twitter than your average young like liberal right um and and so what that means is for a lot of people for a lot of liberals you know look at the last election um if they don't see people on twitter like older people especially all over the place talking good stuff on on the republican party then they think that they, that there are few people like that. You mm-hmm. know, so it came as a wake-up call when Donald Trump got elected and, and a ton of people were like, what? I, I didn't even know that many people supported him. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because you were looking they're, on the they're internet. Just not, they're just not in the places that you're used to looking. Right. You know? So the same thing happens, like, with the way people express themselves uh, on Twitter and on Facebook. It's that the, the chances of someone on Twitter having a strong opinion on whatever it is, it's very high mm-hmm. because the people who stick around on a platform like that have something to say and the way to get the most attention on whatever you have to say 
is to have strong opinions. Like no one's retweeting stuff that's just milk toast, you know? And uh, you can apply that to a whole bunch of stuff, but with gaming, you get some people who are very loud and very mm-hmm. angry. And once they start to pick up a little steam, uh, everyone sees this. It's like meme status. You know, once you see that thing, right. you're like, oh, if someone said this and it's gotten this much traction, this must be an idea that a lot of people hold. Right. And that's not necessarily true. I mean, it can be, and it can make people have those opinions. You know, it can uh, plant the seed of an idea in their head, so then they begin to pick up that ideology. Um, but it's it's frustrating in, in the game world where there's so much toxicity online, whether it's me playing Overwatch on PlayStation, which mm-hmm. doesn't even have a text chat, um, you know, which I can't even imagine if I was on, on PC. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> it's not uh, great sometimes. <laughs> I, I listen, I was listening to an Apex stream while I was driving around today. So I only recently discovered you can do audio only streams for Twitch. Oh, yeah. So totally. it's amazing. So yeah, I can close great. the app and, and mm-hmm. you know, drive around and uh, and I can still hear this stuff. Well, this guy was complaining. He's like, oh, great. He, like, muted the guy in his group because it was bad. I mean, I could hear him. So he's like, oh, no, muting this guy. And then he's like, oh, great. Now he's talking in chat. And it's like, oh, man, I didn't even think about mm. that. Um, and, of course, you could just mute that too. But uh, anyway, the idea is there is a lot of toxicity out there. Uh, you know, I'm not <laughs> I'm preaching to the choir here. But um, when the easiest way to reach, reach game devs and companies who are going to respond to feedback when the best way to reach them is on a platform that tends to be more volatile, mm. like it tends to have more volatile members on it, uh, it really messes with what does it mean as a company to accept feedback? Do you do you know, a Nintendo and just do whatever you want and say, hey, this is what we're doing. Like I made this sandwich with lettuce on it and you're going to eat it with lettuce on it. Like I, I didn't ask you if you wanted lettuce. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm giving you lettuce. Yeah. And if you take it off, I'm taking the whole sandwich away. <laughs> it's like you don't, you don't get the sandwich. Right. You know, oh, you want a friend code? Well, sorry. Like, <laughs> uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it just, I think about that stuff a lot. Like, what it means to either be the person whose job it is to read Twitter all day, mm-hmm. um, which I could never 
do if, it, if I had to respond to like negative stuff because like, all I am ever yeah. involved with is like fun like patting each other on the back kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, like, hey, check out this cool event. We're doing cool stuff. Right. Yeah. It's not like I've got anybody screaming at me. For right. It's not anybody being like, you broke, my, you broke my favorite gun, and now I'm going to send you death threats. Don't do that. Right. That's right. bad. Just no. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a whole thing. So, um, anyway. Yeah. I, uh, here I am talking about stuff I'm mad about. <laughs> so, uh, you know. Yeah, but... Uh, I hope everyone affected by that lands on their feet. Obviously, this happened about a week or so ago, I think. I think it might have been last Tuesday. But uh, I, I, I do always really like seeing uh, a bunch of like big game studios or like people in games like reaching out, being like, hey, we're hiring. We don't have these jobs posted. Like, mm-hmm. Come work for us. We'd love to have you, which I think is always super great. But I mean, I, yeah. I, I really... Something has to change, you know, because this is like becoming a regular thing. Like I was, yeah, just it, I, it got then. it got put into perspective a lot for me recently, just because I I've almost gotten used to hearing, oh well, this company's laying off all these people and they're closing down, or or like, hey, this company is like laying off all these people because yeah. because of this, and it I don't like that I've gotten used to that. Yeah, because it's just happening so often, you know. It's happening so often, and it feels like there's not a clear cause because on one hand you'll be like, oh. You know, everybody at Telltale lost their jobs, mm-hmm. and it's because the company is going bankrupt. Right. You know, they're dissolving. Mm-hmm. And then you can read another article that's like, hey, this company had the best year ever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, layoffs. Yeah, it, it, it's, it is all stuff that is totally just, like, business-made decisions, you know? Yeah. And unfortunately, like, a lot of creatives in that line of work aren't going to have really any sort of control over that. Mm-hmm. Um, it is unique as, as a genre or not a genre as, as a medium mm-hmm. um games are like one thing i mean you can do this with with movies well yeah you can do this with movies and tv shows i guess more with really movies but uh at least there's a chance for you going independent mm-hmm. you know with a movie and with uh, a video game you can do something on your own you can actually make something really worthwhile you could do it with a small team um you know you could just leave a studio i mean look at what the guys at giant bomb did mm-hmm. in games journalism they're just like, yeah, this, this ain't great. We're going to really take a risk here and go and do it ourselves. You know, with games, you can do that. Uh, you've seen games made by one people or by six people. I think yep. Celeste was six people plus, yep. like, support staff. Um, you know, that stuff's incredible. Uh, but that that's a, there's a lot of risk involved with doing that. Um, there, there's just a, a lot of challenges that come with that. That, you know, it's the reason why doesn't everybody make their own business? Well, because it's hard. It's super hard. Because maybe it won't work out and you're not going to make any money for a while and you're probably going to lose your health care. Like, well, you will Mm because you won't be able to pay for your own health care like as your employer and your employee, Mm -hmm. you know. um, But at at least that's an option. But it's frustrating. Like, I'm interested to see if unionization really picks up. Uh, You know, actually, I'm going to say this now. Next week, uh, I would like to talk about some GDC survey results that mm-hmm. I, I poked through before, but now I've like read over a little more. Uh, GDC Game Developers Conference released a totally free, it's just a PDF that you can download. You just have, yeah, have the email to I think I remember seeing this, yeah. Yeah, and, and it has all these stats of uh, survey questions that they asked everyone. It, it, I forget what, what everyone is, yeah. you know, if that was audience members, fans, if it was everybody in between. Probably um, just people at the conference, I would imagine. Yeah, because, uh, well, really my question would be, like, was this something you had to take? Like, did, did half the people just blow it off? So mm-hmm. really, 
the right. numbers could be skewed. Um, but all sorts of interesting stats, like the, the three that caught my eye at the beginning were um, how many, you know, what percentage of game developers here are working on something for the next generation of console. Um, one was how many uh, game devs support unionization. And the third one, I can't remember. Uh, I just forgot it, but I'll remember later. Uh, but those two are really remarkable. And the first one, I think it was like 15% of all devs are working on something for, you know, gin, whatever. Yeah, who even knows anymore? <laughs> Numbers don't mean anything. It's super arbitrary. Anymore. Like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But yeah, like next-gen in, in, stuff. Yeah, in the, in the age of Xbox One and Kingdom Hearts 14, I mean 3. Yeah, I mean 2.8, uh, yeah. 0.2, yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, lots of cool stats on there. Um, that I was surprised to see so much reasonable data. Like, usually that's something that's, hidden behind like closed doors mm -hmm. kind of thing um so i thought that was cool that they've they've been like promoting that as like sponsored like ad content to be like hey check out our yeah I, I think i had that come through on my twitter and saw that but yeah so i think that's an interesting thing yeah i, we I should, would love to should, see more definitely of that kind of thing look into that for next week yeah just like taking the temperature of the of the room mm -hmm. but the room is the whole right you know right the game developers mm -hmm. conference that's such a huge chunk right of the industry um Kind of moving away from that a little bit, uh, just to kind of get the stuff that I've been kind of working my way through this past week before we kind of eventually take a break here. Um, I finished Kingdom Hearts 3. I like it a whole lot. Um, thank you. Thank you. Um, you can hear more of my concrete thoughts. I put up a write-up on the GGKC blog, which is gg-kc.com slash blog. GGCash money! <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I had a really good time with it, but I can't really say that I recommend it to anybody who's not really already a fan of the series or willing to put up with a couple of minor gripes that I had, but I also have a, I think with things that I enjoy, I have a pretty high tolerance level for things that are a little annoying. Like it, yeah, it very much feels like a PS2 game with a really, really nice coat of paint. Okay. Um, for better and for worse like there's something to be said that that core like combat in that gameplay has like lasted so long and like is still really fun and engaging to play and they've they've done some really neat stuff and it's really ridiculous and over the top but also there's some very frustrating things to play around it some of the voice acting is just bad yeah. they changed mickey's voice actor which really bothered me for a while because like you have this like you have exactly what like sounds like Dumbledore. Exactly, you have exactly what Mickey Mouse sounds like in the back of your head because oh. everybody knows exactly. Right. But it's just slightly off. Mm -hmm. It's weird. Um, like that. It's kind of like uncount, uncanny valley, except it's it's entirely that. Yeah. Um, same thing with like I know Woody in the Toy Story world. They got uh, Tom Hanks's brother to do it, which I know oh. he he does Woody in like a bunch of the like side not really important like toy story stuff mm -hmm. but i can still totally tell the difference yeah um, i remember the little bit i watched i was like that's really close it's uh... it is just almost there um but i I, re I really did like it a whole lot um if you're interested in the series at all or a big fan of disney if you want to just jump in and be lost with it and just kind of have a good time i'd pick it up on sale um but also if you really want to just dump into the whole series on ps4 they have for like a hundred bucks, you can get literally every single Kingdom Hearts game. It just downloads oh. automatically, which is pretty cool. It's like ten games for a hundred dollars. Damn. Yeah. Beat like it's, it's one of them a year. Yeah. For the next There's one that's like years. three hours. That's not yeah. bad, but I mean the rest are cutscenes also. So. so, but aren't, weren't there ones for? Well, I guess if they were for the Vita, then they 
So they had a lot, part of the reason, and I'd like go into this in my article a little bit, is like part of the reason I went, like fell off of the series pretty hard is in addition to a bunch of personal reasons, I also just couldn't afford a DS at the time that the one after Kingdom Hearts 2 came out, which came out for the DS. But then after that, there was one for the PSP, there was one for the 3DS, there was a phone game that eventually got ported to the DS. Like it's kind of a lot to keep up with and... It still Kingdom Hearts 3 still came out on the Xbox One as well as the PS4, but all of those games got remade for the PS4 and not the Xbox One, which I thought was a weird decision to keep it there anyway. But I mean it's good. I know a lot of I know a few people who have moved over to the Xbox ecosystem and are playing Kingdom Hearts and are enjoying it because they had such a good history with those games. But it was a weird move. But yeah, if you have PS4, you can play all those games for hundred bucks. But nice. I mean they're old. They're they're a little dated, but I think they're fun. I, I enjoy those games. I'm, I might go back and play a few of them. But How long was the newest one? Uh, I finished the main story probably in about 35, 40 hours. Okay. Uh, I, I uh, oh, excuse me. Uh, I, like, messed around a little bit, kind of, like, did some side stuff in, in the meantime there. I would say on average probably, like, 30, 35, 40, 30 to 40 range, definitely. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's... It's fun. It's Kingdom Hearts. It's kind of a known quantity. It's just really kind of more of that, which is cool. So, uh, and I also checked out, uh, which we'll get into a little bit more in Nintendo Direct news. But I also checked out the uh, Damon X Machina demo, which, uh, if you're not familiar, is a really cool-looking mech combat game that gives me lots of Armored Core vibes. And I was raised on those games, so I was into it. Nice. Uh, it's pretty fun. Uh, the demo, like the choices were interesting. It's got a cool style, but it is, it is kind of slower paced. It's a lot slower than kind of what I'd expect from it. And the customization seems neat, but obviously being a demo, they don't really let you mess around with that a whole lot. Um, yeah, it's, it's neat. I'm interested to see that game once we get closer to the release date for it. I think they're shooting for like summer 2019, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, well, Hey, let's, uh, let's take a quick break, come back and we'll, uh, Finish up some news. Sounds good to me. Attention everyone in the galaxy. This is Ian and Chris from Echo Station Podcast. We are stranded here on Hoth and we need your help desperately. It's imperative that everyone listen to our message. The Empire is closing in with every intention to shut us and our message down. Make sure to follow us at Echo Station Cast on the Twitter sphere and listen to us every other Monday for all your up-to-date Star Wars news and needs. You can't stop the signal, Mal. Wrong smuggler! Uh, uh, uh. Cut. And welcome back. Yo yo yo. Uh, let's uh let's pick up right where we left off with that Nintendo Direct. Yeah. So uh, Direct happened. Uh, a lot of games got announced. Do they uh, do they announce? They announced the Directs like a couple days beforehand, right? This one was like a day or so, I think. Okay. It, it, they're usually like two days. They're very sudden. It's one of those things I don't pay close enough attention, mm-hmm. but it always just pops up, and I never know if that's me not paying attention. No, they or just if pop that's up. that's how they are. Yeah, they, <laughs> okay. you, uh, if you like kind of keep your ear to the ground a little bit, you can like hear like rumors and stuff pop like, up. Like, oh, depending. there's one coming? It's like, oh, well, there's one coming, but um, like they're also not always true, you know, but mm-hmm. eventually like the Nintendo Twitter account's going to be like, hey, we've got a direct coming up. It's about 35 minutes going to focus on this game but we got some other stuff too mm-hmm. um i was excited for this one going into it because it's the i think the first one they've done in the switch era that they were just straight up like it's only switch games it is not switch and 3ds games mm-hmm. like just full stop which was really nice to hear because 
especially with a couple of these announcements, it really makes me feel like, all right, we're kind of getting people off the 3DS because the Switch is selling like hotcakes and the 3DS is kind of old hat at this point. You yeah. Because uh, I, I know the they pushed out that remake of uh, Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story, and that's apparently not doing very well at all because it was on the 3DS, and I think people are just kind of moving past that. But right. uh, they kicked things off with uh, Mario Maker 2, which I'm very excited about. Um, I spent a lot of last night while I was uh, doing some writing and a couple, couple of other things, just like watching Mario Maker streams, and they're cool. Um, I've mm-hmm. always been really interested, and in, I'm not really so much as into like creating a lot of levels and doing a lot of stuff like that, but I'm really into playing a lot of cool stuff that people come up with. Like I'm probably going to pick up Dreams on the PS4 for that same reason, and Little Big Planet I enjoyed because of that as well. But yeah, uh, I I thought it was really... Uh, a really cool way to kind of kickstart that off. I know a lot of people were concerned, like, oh, it might be just a port, which would be fine, but Mm -hmm. I'm happy they're kind of like, hey, it's another one, we're adding a bunch of stuff. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see if you can still do the touchscreen stuff because I know that was uh, kind of a pretty neat uh, way to kind of control that stuff with just that Wii U touchpad. But... Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It's coming out uh, June 2019, which is a lot sooner than I thought it would. So that'll be kind of nice to kind of get through those Mm -hmm. summer months, which after this Direct are filling up fast. Yeah. Um, You ever play any of Mario Maker? Uh, No, the only experience I have is watching, well, actually mostly listening to coverage on Giant Bomb about it. Mm -hmm. That's that's a funny thing. Like, I I have no, I really don't have any interest in playing that game, Uh, but listening to it was awesome i mean you know i i never had an interest in, in uh, playing hitman either but when you hear people be excited about it for like an entire year it's hard not to start liking it right you know? right uh yeah no i i'm the exact same way like i also installed hitman because of watching that giant bomb coverage but mm-hmm. yeah like the stuff that people have done with mario maker is really cool and to see people just have that really kind of almost ridiculous like understanding of like how that game plays and how a bunch of that other stuff works is just a really neat thing to see like that community really latch on to mm-hmm. and mario is obviously just a super tight excellent platformer like kind of the golden standard you know and mm-hmm. the fact that they're just like hey you you do it just do it just go for it man i think it's yeah. really cool I, I love the idea of mario maker so much and i would love to see a lot more of that stuff it's coming just out. such a funny thing for them to have come out with totally totally like, just I completely make agree. your own it's like oh man usually you guys keep this stuff pretty close to the you know keep your hand close to the vest yeah no i'm i'm absolutely with you there um like they, if there's one thing nintendo does not like doing it's sharing their assets you oh, know absolutely like 100 uh, percent 
So for them to, to do exactly that, where it's an entire game of sharing their assets, um, yeah, even still thinking about it after all this time after it's come out, it's still such a, an unusual thing. No, I'm, I totally I totally agree with you. And it's wild how big that got, but also I totally understand why it got as big as it did. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was one of the kind of few like shining gems that the Wii U had that yeah like at this point the Switch doesn't have, but now I guess it does, you know, because mm-hmm. they've got a Smash, they've got like most of the stuff that came out on there, which cool, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm probably going to buy it the moment it comes out and just like mess around with it a little bit and just play the cool stuff that other people are watching and those Twitch streams are going to be awesome. I'm yeah. really looking forward to that. That's one, if, if you just like Tetris, if you put that in my hand, I'll play it. But otherwise, I'll, I'll probably just enjoy it from a distance. Yeah, I, 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 can, I can totally understand that, you know. Um, not going in any sort of chronological order. I'm actually using a uh, Polygon uh, write-up that they did about the Direct. So it's really just kind of the big heavy hitters first, and then it's just kind of like, hey, this is coming out, this is coming out. But uh, Link's Awakening is getting... Uh, yeah. Completely remade. Okay, so I I didn't realize the direct was happening right when it was happening. Right. Mm-hmm. This was the same day I uh, had discovered that Twitch had uh, chat or uh, audio only mm-hmm. on it. So I was able to keep working without um, doing whatever. Anyway, what I did, I, I just saw the direct was going on. YouTube doesn't have a thing where you can listen to audio unless you pay for it. But I just left my uh, my phone with the video on in my pocket. Well, I tune in. I had no idea how far it was into it. I didn't know if I was at the beginning, middle, or end. Uh, so basically, I heard like maybe the last five minutes, and uh, it gets to the end. And it, the way they were telling it, they're like, "And that's and that's what we have yeah. for Switch news." Yeah. Which have, so, have you ever watched a Nintendo Direct? Because that's barely. usually that's usually how they end those. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like the one I'm thinking of around this time last year was whenever they announced Smash Ultimate. Yep. Which is like, that's hey, the we're first doing one I ever watched. Yeah, well, and they were like, hey, much, look, yeah. that's, we did this big like Splatoon Octo expansion thing, mm-hmm. and then it's like, hey, we got one more thing for you, and it's like more Splatoon, and everybody's like, oh, all right, okay. fine, and then the Smash logo, like, and then oh. people are losing their minds, myself included. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they they just. Nintendo are the masters of, of the, oh, and one more thing. <laughs> right. So I, I, I think that's really, really cool. Yeah, so I, I thought basically I had tuned into the very end when I heard that. And then there was a whole other segment. And then that went into two, and I was like, okay, is it? So yeah. is this over? And then, you know, dude, Link's Awakening was the very first video game I ever played. That's that's really cool. Like, I, I maybe played, like, original Super Mario Brothers on the NES with my family. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I was very, very little. Yeah. Uh, but I do remember playing that as a family. I remember being good at it, and it was fun being such a tiny little kid mm-hmm. and being at least as good as my old relatives, you know. Uh, but the the first one I ever properly played on my own, a real single player game, was Link's Awakening, and I loved that game. And it's totally unique for a whole bunch of reasons. It has uh, a ton of weird cameos in it, like Mario's in it. Yeah, uh, I saw. I, in it. So I. I... I've really only played like two or three Zelda games. I've played like I played Oracle of Seasons. I played a little bit of Wind Waker, and I played like maybe 40, 50 hours of Breath of the Wild, but I never finished it. And so I saw that trailer. I'm like, oh, there's some Goombas in there. Mm-hmm. The hell is going on yeah, here? Yeah. There's even in in that one. Uh, actually, did this one have it? I know in Seasons and Ages, which were for the Game Boy Color, mm-hmm. they had uh, a couple uh, a very unusual. Mario side scroller looking areas where you'd be in a dungeon, you'd like crawl, you you know, you climb down a ladder, and you'd be in this 2D side scroll area with like 
bloopers and stuff. Huh. It's like this I is don't weird. remember that, but it I there, if there you told me it happened, I would believe you. Yeah. So yeah, so that was kind of a weird like weird thing, but uh, Link's Awakening for sure had the most of that, mm-hmm. and uh, it has just a cool. I think the the most fun trading mini game of any Zelda game. You know, in like in Ocarina of Time, you like trade the masks mm-hmm. until you get stuff, and of course in Majora's Mask, you trade everything in the whole world all the time, uh, which is kind of a thing I really liked about the game. Uh, but yeah, Link's Awakening, it's really unconventional. You really have to search for some of the stuff. Uh, to figure out who wants something to trade for later. Um, but it's just full of weird character stuff. Um, but, the, of course, the soundtrack in there is great. Um, it, it's a really good game, but it was made in, like, 91 yeah, or something. It, you know? it was for the, the, the Game Boy, right? right? Yeah, Yeah. I had the, the, you know, the Game Boy Thick, mm-hmm. and my friends had the uh, proper Game Boy Color, which had the DX version, the Deluxe, right? Mm-hmm. So they got a little extra stuff at the end of the game that... Uh, you could push a tombstone aside and do an extra little dungeon. Mm-hmm. It was the deluxe dungeon. Uh, and you get the tunics. You could get, you know, red, blue, green, I think. Um, so that was a cool thing I never experienced. Uh, and, of course, I guess, you know, their game had color. Yeah, you know. Not. Um, you know, but that's fun to think back. Uh, like, I had such a good time with a game that didn't even have colors in it. <laughs> um, it is pretty wild to think about that a little bit, like, especially nowadays. Yeah, I mean, it makes me want to go back and look because, like, in my mind's eye, it all had color. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, it wasn't the Game Boy Color. Right. You know, I remember playing Donkey Kong. Uh, oh, geez, what's that one called? Ad- the, Adventure? The, the Donkey Kong Land games? Is that it? it? Yeah, Donkey Kong Land. Yeah, they like kind of look I like guess. Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Donkey Kong I played Land. a couple of those a little bit. Uh, yeah, I played those way back in the day uh, at the same time, and I remember those being in black and white mm-hmm. and uh, like having a great soundtrack, too. I love listening to that music. Like That stuff all got me into so much of the game music I'm into now. But anyway, uh, this is all to say that this is a very old game, and it's really hard to get someone to play, or even if you put it in their hands, to get someone to accept a game that is, you know, almost 30 years old. Totally. Uh, so to get the Nintendo treatment of a proper, you know, remake... It, it looks like a just-from-the-ground-up remake. Yeah. From what I, what I can see. And it has some cool art-style stuff going on where... Um, I adore that art style. Man. It looks so good Dude, holy crap i'm just excited that like this is going to bring a lot of people a ton of people who've never and would never play this game are finally going to get to see this thing and it's a quality game yeah i mean i replayed it when i got older i didn't fully beat it again but it's a quality game i saw a lot of people coming out and saying oh this is the best zelda like instead of like ocarina of time or like link to the past which is like the answers you typically yeah. hear for that you know but i heard a lot of people like this one's great because it's weird and it, yeah. it sounds like just from like my understanding of Zelda, which is very, very, very minimal, it sounds like the one I could get into the most because mm-hmm. it seems weird. Yeah. Uh, it, it does this thing. So, like, you know, so I was born in 91, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I remember I have such fond memories of second grade. That's when me and all my buddies were playing Link's Awakening. Mm-hmm. Like, like four or five of us had this thing. And uh, we would we would come to the table at lunch, you know, and this is a... To make a long story short, I have a peanut allergy, and so I got quarantined to the corner of the mm-hmm. cafeteria. Um, and so I you know, I could only sit in one in two different seats at the end of the table all the way in the corner of the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I couldn't go sit with my friends. They had to sit with me. So, uh, you know, it was cool when, when we all sat together that we'd all talk about what game we were playing. You know, and that's kind of what 
really lit my fire for all this stuff leading yeah. right now. Um, but we we would trade like we wouldn't straight up just tell everybody how to do everything, but we could figure out who else at the table had already done that or whatever. I remember calling my my friend Hayden. Uh, I couldn't figure out how to beat the second dungeon. You get the power bracelet so you can pick stuff up, right? Uh, spoilers, by the way. Well, spoilers. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so we're done. Uh, well, so you you get that and you like any Zelda game, use that to defeat the boss. Right, yeah. Um, but I didn't know, I hadn't played a Zelda game before, right? So, like, what I now take for granted as, like, oh, this is how you make video games. Mm-hmm. You you get a thing, and then you use the thing. Well, that didn't mean anything to me. I hadn't developed that since. And uh, I just couldn't figure out how to beat <laughs> this boss. He, he jumps around, and he's this genie in a bottle. Mm-hmm. And he pops out, and if you try to hit him, he's like, I'm hopping mad. And I'm like, okay, first of all, what does that even mean? I remember I had to ask my mom. I was like, Mom, this guy said he's hopping mad. What does that mean? And she's like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I guess uh, he, he must just be really mad. <laughs> and, you know, now I see him like, oh, it's kind, it's kind of a pun because he, mm-hmm. he hops around. But it's like, what a weird thing. Yeah, like, that's, that's it's, cool. It's one tiny little thing in a game full of weird little quirky things. Uh, but the point is, I couldn't, I couldn't beat it. I couldn't figure it out. And so I... Asked my mom if I could call my friend, and I called this house, and asked his mom if I could talk to him, and he gets to the phone, I'm like, how do you beat the genie? And he's like, oh. <laughs> you know, I could hear him just like... Oh, just, uh, just pushing up his glasses, up his you glasses, know. Just... You know, kind of thing, rolling up his sleeves, and he's like, oh, let me tell you. Uh, yeah, you just, uh, you, you take this, and you and you do the thing, and uh, I'm like, hold on, hold on. Da, 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 da. Oh, he didn't work! Okay, thank you. Yeah, see you tomorrow, see you tomorrow. <laughs> hang on. And, uh... Like, I will never forget that moment. Just, like, the thrill of, like, of, of the triumph of figuring out, well, like, you know, finding a way to figure out. Right. You know, it's the equivalent of going to Ocarina of Time and asking your fairy for yeah. help. Hey, but but still, like, having process. but having that, like, experience with your friend. Yeah, you know? to be able to share the game and yeah. to f- have the triumph of beating the boss now. Um, it was just such a nice, you know, a gift and a bow that, or, you know, with a bow on top that... Um, had all the fav- my favorite things about gaming, you know that I that I love today. Mm. Just like I love gaming, but I really like sharing gaming with other people. Yeah. Um, you know, and and even if you can't be in the same room or even play online together, to be able, you know, I remember going to a party in college where I knew one person. I knew the person I came with. Nobody else. Place is packed. It's not really my speed. Uh, you know, it was. Well, whatever. It was just it was just a party that was not my speed, and I was like, I don't know how long I'm gonna stay here. It's uncomfortably loud, and so I just did. You know, I was walking to the back, and then I was gonna look around and then probably take off. Mm-hmm. Like I was gonna stay for two whole minutes. And uh, as I'm walking by, I heard somebody say "Oblivion," and I kind of perked up. I was like, Ooh, "What was that?" Is that, and, a, is that a, are you talking about a video game, uh, sir? Yeah, yeah. He, so he's like, "Yeah, Oblivion." I'm like, you know, he goes, he goes, "Well, you know." Uh, I used to always play the, you know, the Archer, and I'm just like, oh shit, they are talking about my Oblivion. <laughs> and so I just like straight up popped in. I'm like, hey, some video games, am I right? And uh, and you know, I, I never spoke to those guys after that. I mean, we never exchanged information or anything. Um, but I I stayed there for like an hour. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Just talking with those guys. And, and I found out that almost none of them knew each other either. But oh, we cool. all came to this party. And, and as soon as one person was talking about video games, it's just like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm ready now. And uh, that's such a fun thing to be able to bond over. And I like that that stuff's more common now. That finding someone who likes video games isn't half as difficult totally. as it used to be totally um yeah video so games are cool they are pretty cool they're, they're pretty neat I'm so a, i'm a big fan you know this we're, we're in like the generation of the remasters it's it's seeing there's been some good remakes coming out lately dude left and right but what i'm hoping we're going to get more information for is like we're in that really early stage of totally unreliable information for the next console generation mm-hmm. right uh i saw a headline so this is just a headline Probably it's not even accurate, but mm-hmm. it suggested that the PlayStation 5, which we assume it would be called, uh, would out of the gates be backwards compatible. Yeah, that's right. They, I guess they uh, got a patent for some software to do that in Japan, which yeah. from looking around and from hearing other people kind of talk about it and post their information, people seem to think that that is a bigger deal than uh, we might think it is, just because in Japan, typically, if you get some sort of software patent, it's because you're doing something that really kind of hasn't been done before. It's not just like you don't get a patent for just like a simple iteration on something. Right. Like you, you're not going to get a patent for your vacuum that you put a second handle on. You know, it's still <laughs> yeah. a vacuum. Right. But, yeah. yeah, I I'm in, I, I just love this stuff where um, you know there's so many retro games and all these things that are totally quality, but their time has passed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the age of Fortnite gaming, where you can play with 99 other people, and you can, like, as soon as your game's over, you immediately jump back in. Like, you can constantly play with everybody all the time. That is such an instant gratification, you know, feedback loop. And it's great. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I, especially playing Apex now, I'm like, oh, yeah, the bug has bitten me. Like, yeah. I am in it. Um, so to get people, you know, to play these old things that, it's not just nostalgia goggles. It, it's not just that, like, oh, this was really important. It inspired a lot of this and that. No, it's like, this is a good game, and you should play it, too. Uh, and, and so to see these the, the remake of Link's Awakening coming out yeah. with Resident Evil, um, with, with just a bunch of stuff where it straight it straddles this line between remake and master, but the important thing is it's still quality and not just a reskin. I do really like that... Uh, it seems like companies, at least lately, there's been this trend of prioritizing like full from the ground up remakes as opposed to remasters. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I really, really, really like Crash Bandicoot, but uh, like I immediately bought got the insane trilogy when they announced it i totally cried like i was i was in those games were like some of those games were like my formative gaming experiences you know and i just was playing through them i'm like yeah i remember how this goes and it's fun but man games have come a long way you know like <laughs> right and, and i know like there's part of it for that that they like mess with the jump physics and all of that stuff but I yeah I'm I'm really excited about Crash Team Racing because that game still holds up very well. I've yeah. fired that up within the past like six months or so, and that game is still very good. But yeah, just like platformer design and all of that stuff has definitely come a long way. So I really like the prioritizing remakes because like if you basically just put a pretty skin on Resident Evil 2, it absolutely would not have sold as well as it did mm-hmm. this this time. Whatever they put out this remake that. I have not played, but I intend to, you know? Yeah, you know, you look at uh, a series, and another one that is near and dear to me is the Halo series, but I fell off of it after 4. Mm-hmm. I played 4 when uh, 343 Studios took over from Bungie. Yeah. Um, I liked 4 enough. I really liked the multiplayer, because uh, I, I, well, I'd always liked the multiplayer up yeah, to that point. Yeah, same. Um, but after that game, I was like, yeah, you know, I, I love the multiplayer, but really I was here for the story, mm-hmm. um, and I just, I don't know if I care about the story anymore. And, uh, you know, that made me realize, like, you know, this is a bummer that, like, maybe it's not that the game isn't good or anything, but maybe, you know, this has come and gone for me. And, you know, nothing lasts forever. I've been playing the series for a long time, and uh, I just kind of had to let it go. Especially, you know, it didn't it didn't help that I don't own an Xbox anymore. Um, but, you know, nothing lasts forever. I'm not trying to play Halo 6 you know, I, sorry, like, the, it's cool here in, like, a multiplayer update of, like, the, they had a mode that's, like, a big arena. Honestly, it sounds almost like a precursor of what we have now with the Battle Royales. Mm-hmm. We just have a huge map to fight on, which I really enjoy. Um, but that stuff would sound cool, but I'm like, I'm not going to play that. And, you know, and I'm not going to buy Halo 15, you know. But uh, when they started to go back and make the Collector's Edition, like, oh, we're going to remake Halo 1, Halo 2. Uh, did they I think they did one and two. Uh, and I think there's three stuff in the Master Chief collection. Okay. It's just not on PC or anything. So in Halo 1, it was the same game. It was just reskinned because you could hit a button and it would take you back. You know, you could switch between the old one and the new one. In Halo 2, there were some changes. I forget just how extensive they were, mm-hmm. but it was mostly the same game, but not the exact same game. Uh, because they did want to revive multiplayer and stuff, and if you wanted to play a competitive game, which they wanted it to be, um, you have to... You can't just leave it broken, mm-hmm. you know, because there was some broken stuff in the game. Uh, but then, uh, you know, in the in the single player, they added a bunch of cool cutscenes in between parts of the game that, that were really cool. I went back and watched a bunch of the new ones. They're gorgeous. Uh, but it's like stuff, it's chatter that you heard in the background of, of the campaign, that they turned into a full-fledged cinematic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of like that stuff. It added extra value to it, and right. um, especially if, if somebody didn't own an old system, they could still play it on their Xbox One, uh, which is why backwards compatibility is so nice. Well, well, in this case, it didn't have to be backwards compatibility because it was remade. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I really like that stuff because I'm not looking to play Halo 6, but if you give me a reason to go back and relive you know, Halo 2, which like for me, um, you know, I, I was just talking to my my roommate, about how he he's going to go watch a TV show that he just finished recently, right? He's going to re-watch the whole thing. 
And I told him, I was like, that's kind of hard for me because I don't watch enough TV mm-hmm. that I want to rewatch something. Like there's so much that I haven't watched that to go rewatch something would be hard to reconcile. Uh, well, the same with games. I don't know if I'd want to go back and replay single player Halo 2, even mm-hmm. though I love the campaign. Right. But it's co-op. Yeah. So I could totally bring somebody who hasn't played Halo at all before, bring them on board, maybe play through one, play through two if they like it enough. Uh, but same story. It gives you an opportunity to to share that experience, but in a modern way. So your buddy isn't like, yeah, this is cool, but it feels like it's 15 years old. Mm. You know? Yeah, I I definitely agree with you. I think these remakes and all these remasters are doing are just super great. They're that game is going to sell incredibly well. Um, I think it's it, they announced it for 2019. There's no set date for anything later, but yeah, I'm 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 actually looking forward to that. I think that'll be pretty cool. I'm. I, I've never really been interested in like playing Zelda games that much, but this one definitely has my attention. Yeah, um, they... I, I fell off after uh, the after Twilight Princess. I don't mm-hmm. think I really played one. Yeah, but I'll play this one. Yeah, that's I, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm buying that day one. Um, so then, right before that, in the direct, the thing that I thought was the closer to the show is uh, Platinum Games announced uh, Astral Chain, which looks uh, fucking rad. Uh, it is super over the top just anime combat bullshit and i am here for it <laughs> um it's got uh hideki kamiya or kamiya however you pronounce that i'm probably butchering that but uh he is involved in the title uh it looks really cool i recommend that you go take a look at the trailer if you like stuff that they have put out in the past like metal gear rising or bayonetta or uh vanquish you will probably oh, be does, interested does in this. Does that one have like two char- two main characters or something? Yeah. Okay, so and I had to watch this trailer again. I thought I need to I go thought, watch it once because I like thought, I said, I only did the audio. So when I was listening, I was, oh, like, yeah. I was like, number one, this sounds anime as fuck. It is. Number so. two, I was like, <laughs> I was like, the music sounds like Bayonetta. And then for them to at the end be like, from the creators of Bayonetta, I was like, oh, okay. okay, okay. Yeah, totally makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah. Uh, I recommend watching that trailer because I the first time I saw it, I'm like, oh, this is a, because it looked like, because, like, I guess the astral chain comes from the fact that it's, like, this cool, like, cop cyberpunk thing. And you have this what looks to be some weird demon thing that is, you're basically, like, you have this weapon that is, like, chained to it. And you use that chain to do cool attacks or something. All right. I'm into the premise. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, the perfect kind of Platinum Games level stupid that I'm very into, you know? Who Do you remember who made Heavenly Sword? Oh, I, I think whenever, should know who that whenever was. Whenever I think of a game that just has, like, cool weaponry, I think of that game. That was a great game that was way too short, but the whole thing was, like, you know, I think Kratos had a weapon that was, like, this. it's, like, oh... It's Ninja and, Theory. That was Ninja Theory? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot. I completely forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm i really looking forward to Astral Chain. I got a, a solid release date for August 30th on that one. Very cool. much looking forward that's, to it. That was a solid rad. day. Yeah, I, I I thought it was going to be like this weird co-op thing because there were it two characters and then like I saw like you were like chained together and doing cool moves, but then you're doing it with some cool like summoned demon robot dog thing that I'm very into. But, <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, they announced Tetris 99. I've played the shit out of that. I will continue to play the shit out of that. I meant to ask you, have you played Tricky Towers before? Yes. Yeah, I have that. I uh, I love that game, and I just can't get enough people to play it. Cause... I want it to be Tetris so bad that I fell off of it really hard because it just doesn't feel as good as Tetris. Well, see, when you fall off of it, that's how you lose. That's true. Tower that's, falls that's my problem. Uh, well, I, I'm on a crusade starting today again. 
uh, to Starting get right now. Out. You yeah, heard it here first. I, I, I like Tetris, but I just like, I really like physics games. Yeah. So that one's silly, and I like to watch other people's towers fall too. Um, but anytime I show it to somebody, I can't for realsies play because I'll just destroy them. I've only played, good, I've only played, played it by it. myself, so maybe that's I'm losing kind of the Absolutely. kind of losing some of the fun and magic of 100%. that. hundred percent. That is a multiplayer game, hundred and ten percent. Yeah. Um I will check that out. I'll, 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 I'll bring, bring that to the next week. event. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll totally. Um Fire Emblem Three Houses they spent maybe like 10-15 minutes on. Um I'm not really into Fire Emblem, so I'm not really the best person to kind of speak to this game. Um it's a Fire Emblem, like, it looks like a really core, like, very high-quality, like, Fire Emblem game on the Switch, which we have not had one yet. Um, obviously, Fire Emblem is huge, and I'm sure there are people listening to this that are just like, why don't you know about Fire Emblem? It's I'm kind of late to the Nintendo ecosystem myself. But, yeah. Um, we got it. It was coming out, I think, this spring, but they pushed it back to July 26th. Um, but that's such a specific date. It is, I'm, yeah. I'm unaccustomed to... Most of the stuff that got announced in this is literally, like that june to august summer 2019 window like it is going to be um, yeah i'm packed. so used to just seeing like a season like yeah, summer right 2019. yeah there were, there were a few things in here that like dropped actual dates um but yeah uh it, it looks neat uh it a lot of people are joking that it's basically like hogwarts meets fire emblem which <laughs> i'm i'm sure people are definitely going to be into that i'm not gonna like make any sort of judgments on that because <laughs> I mean, I play Kingdom Hearts, so... Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, it, it looks neat. It's definitely got my attention. I, I always thought the, like, super tactical, like, grid-based combat and the permadeath stuff in Fire Emblem was super interesting to me. I might check that out whenever it comes out. Um, Box Boy, um, the platformer that was on the 3DS, is coming to Switch. Um, I had never heard of Box Boy until they did this announcement, but I guess it's a, it's a neat little, like, puzzle platformer game that you can basically like make boxes come out from your body and like set them up to like do cool like jumps and set up a bunch of stuff it looks neat uh they're adding a co-op feature cool. so it is box boy plus box girl oh should be neat um dragon quest builders 2 i played the first one i liked it a lot i might play this one i don't know um it's basically dragon quest meets, meets like kind of a minecraft thing if you've never played that i have played minecraft Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, JRPGs are a real, real yeah. hard sell for me. Okay, uh, I'm I into them. I totally so. see why people like them. And well, honestly, most, a lot of this Direct felt like it was very JRPG-heavy. It sounded like so, it. Which is fine. Like, I think that's cool. There's absolutely a market for that. But. Yeah, I, I like how diverse the whole system is. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, because obviously they're not bringing a lot of 3DS games. Yeah. They're, they're not releasing a lot of 3DS games. So it's cool that they're still hitting all the... All the mm-hmm. spots uh, for the Switch that there's room for all this stuff, and then I'm sure it's going to sell because people love that stuff. Totally, totally. Um, but I, I, that's so cool that there that you can have handheld games and more traditional console games on the absolutely, same system. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, like the fact that Pokemon is coming out to a core console and it's going to be like the core, like the core generation eight Pokemon game is so cool. I yeah, am I, I remember talking that. about when Pokemon Let's Go came out. I was totally confused because I didn't pay attention, and I mm-hmm. thought it was... I, I didn't know if it was a single-player game. I thought it was a multiplayer game. I thought it was Pokemon Go, right? Um, but the fact that I was confused is a testament to just how much possibility there is mm-hmm. on the Switch, because that could have been anything. Like, that could have been a single-player thing. It could have been... Uh, I mean, I actually don't know the limitation, the hardware limitations of the Switch, but it seems like you could have some sort of geolocation thing I know you had Street Pass in the 3DS. I don't think I've heard of anything like that in the Switch. I, I don't think that... 
I don't know if Street, Street Pass never had any sort of like GPS system built in. I think it was just like constantly the scanning for other 3DSs. NFC or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think that there's anything built in to. There's no like GPS or anything built into the Switch, as far as I know. But yeah. I think there's ways that you can probably yeah. like, hey, you're connected to like a Wi-Fi in like a wireless connection in this area and like figure yeah, it out. Yeah, that'd from be there. cool. But like I, a... I don't know if that's something the Switch can necessarily do. I'm not like a hardware engineer or anything. That would be cool though. Um, just kind of jumping around a little bit because there's a lot of stuff that I don't really have any sort of expertise over that I'll just kind of jump through. Um, Dragon Quest XI is getting like the quote definitive edition on Switch because they originally announced that it was coming to Switch. Uh, I'm going to play the shit out of this game. Like, I absolutely adore it. I was kind of waiting for it to come out on Switch. Um, so I'm, I'm really, really excited. That game looks great. You can play the whole thing in 16-bit, like, top-down old Dragon Warrior style, which is really kind of a neat thing. Yeah. Um, Wait, so you can? Or you totally you can. To? You can play the entire game in 16-bit or, like, the full, like, expansive open world thing, which is really <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's kind of a neat little that touch. That's really cool. Um, Yoshi's Crafted World got a demo. Uh, my girlfriend and I played it. We Yoshi's really in... Crafted World. Yes. It is. Is this, a, is this in the Yoshi in the Yarn it, Yoshi universe? Yeah, it, it oh, kind it really of is? kind of yeah. Um, everything right. like uh, so. My girlfriend and I played this. Uh, I think this past weekend. Uh, it's really really damn adorable. Um, like I, it, it, it's a very feel good kind of happy game. The music's kind of upbeat and happy, you know. Um, the, the game looks gorgeous. Um, everything is like, like a cardboard cutout or like a tin can that's been like cut to look like something or Mm -hmm. like it, it very much looks like, it looks like they basically just took a camera and just like pointed it, uh, from like a side scroller perspective at like just this big thing and everything is made out of like like cool cloth or like rope or is it like drawn cardboard. or does it look like the... it looks like the actual like materials um okay. but in like this kind of cool like cartoony style it's definitely not like super hardcore realistic because mm-hmm. that would be objectively terrifying <laughs> but yeah i, I we were but really into like, it you beat the game and like for the final <laughs> screen it shows you like a photo realistic version of yoshi and the, screen, just, like, the screen just turns fuel. into a mirror <laughs> Um, yeah, I, we, we really, we really had a good time with it. Obviously the demo was just like the first world, but it like showed off some of the neat stuff there. It's super easy, but I kind of expected it to be. And mm-hmm. I think if you expect that going in, like you're totally going to be super happy with it. It's a really good, just kind of feel good game. I think, uh, that's dropping like March 29th, I think. And we're definitely going to try to play through that together, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, that's kind of a lot of it. I don't know if there was anything else that you heard about you wanted to bring up. Uh, There's obviously stuff that I'm missing that I'm just kind of choosing to skip over. But I don't know. Um, I think I think you hit everything. Mostly Tetris and Link's Awakening were the the two that I walked away. Yeah, with. Those, those were kind of my big two. Uh, Mario Maker, obviously. I think oh, right. I think Mario Maker was like my first like, all right, they're doing this. I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really into this thing. Um, they did talk about Smash a little bit, but it was like a hey, uh, version 3.0 is coming out. You'll hear about it when it comes out. Hey, Joker from Persona 5, he's a, he's a new DLC character, but you already knew that. He's coming. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's it for Smash. I'm like, all right, maybe give us a little bit. Right. I, I, I was, but it, it felt like they just... We all knew 3.0 was coming eventually because that's how numbers work, you know? So I, 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 I don't heard... think they needed to take up any sort of time in that, but I'm whatever. They're, it was so filled with other content. That's just, that's just such a minor gripe. Right. Uh, um, I, I'm interested to see, you know, the, the pendulum swing of uh, the different generations of hardware that you get. You know, PC is forever, mm-hmm. but 
uh, you know, games really revolve a lot more and more around uh, console hardware because when you make a game, you don't want to make like Crisis for PC, but then have the thing that comes out on PS4 just look lackluster. You know, there was actually a little bit of that uh, in this direct. They did show off um, Assassin's Creed 3, and that trailer looked bad. Really? Um, the, the Assassin's Creed 3 remaster is coming to Switch, and like literally within the first five seconds, it just dropped frame rate like really, really badly. Oops. It looked terrible. And they also showed off uh, Dead by Daylight is coming to Switch, okay. which is cool, but it looked absolutely terrible. Like just <laughs> oh, no. graphically and performance-wise, like I, if I, I, wh- why would you put that out there? Like I yeah. feel like if you're gonna show off something, show off something that you know will run at a stable frame rate. Yeah, or you at least have to show the real decent. game. Just, right. like, show, right. you know, simulated images. Just show a trailer, you right. know? Like, something like that. It, it really did no favors for anybody looking forward to that game, but I know Assassin's Creed 3 is considered the worst by a lot of people, so maybe that's kind of fitting. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was really cool. Um, I know a lot of people went into that direct expecting, like, some Pokemon or some Luigi's Mansion or Animal Crossing news, but... I think it was really great that they showed us stuff. Oh, that... now that you say that, I think mm-hmm. I, I think I thought there was going to be Animal yeah. Crossing. Yeah, um, I I love that they showed us stuff that we absolutely have we we didn't know about almost any of this. So that, more it, of that. Yeah, it more totally it totally just makes 2019 for them because everything that was announced, I think, uh, is coming out this year. I think they've come out and said it's all 2019 releases. It makes their 2019 look so much better than it did. Uh, just because, like, we now have all of this new stuff we knew about, but also, like, like Luigi's Mansion and Animal Crossing aren't, like, super heavy hitters, you know? I feel like Pokemon is absolutely going to sell systems, because mm-hmm. Pokemon just does that. But in Animal Crossing, I guess, more so. But, like, Luigi's Mansion is a big deal, but not as, not like a, like, right. I don't, sm- it's not like Smash or Mario Kart, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, but I think that's really cool. I'm really looking forward to this year uh, for the Switch in particular uh e3 i think is going to be cool uh i think this is going to be a really weird year for video games because you've got all those announcements on nintendo on switch the switch isn't going anywhere you know Mm -hmm. i mean it only it's only picking up um but the other systems are in that weird Mm -hmm. you know i mean like gdc said you know 15 percent of the people polled are working on something for the next generation absolutely you know and it's like well what what does that really mean because i mean that could that could really mean anything. That's such a vague... Right. You know, we have no idea what that means. Right. Um, but what it means is the rest of this year, uh, it might mean that we see fewer new IPs come out. Maybe we only see sequels because they're things that already exist and they're sure things. Maybe uh, they want to save big releases for the next generation. But how far away is that? Because it becomes a whole thing because, you know, it's not enough for just one of the, you know, PlayStation 5 to come out or the Xbox... 920 uh, to come out. It's the Xbox 2, actually. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it's not enough for one of those to come out because as soon as one does, the other is, you know, the other's going to come out and they're going to compete like they always do. But meanwhile, Nintendo's just going to keep plugging away with, with a wider variety of games than ever before. Um, and so it's nice now, now, especially now that I've picked up a Switch, right. uh, to, to have access to this. Which is not to suggest that there is not so much new and old stuff on uh, the current generation play because, oh my gosh, I'm swimming in backlog stuff. But uh, it, it's nice that everybody's not on the same cycle now. We're, we're not going to have a drought where nothing's coming. Totally. Out, you know, uh, I think the fact that Nintendo 
like kind of released like this gen part two with the switch that they're like this is not going to be like the last few years of the switch you know it's like that it's not going to end soon i think that's going to be really kind of cool i they're being really successful just kind of doing their own thing now like mm-hmm. i don't think they're really they're not worried about the competition i i would say like obviously I I, I, to I, totally and i think at some point uh them just kind of focusing on just like all right here's what we're going to put out we're just going to do things our own way. I think that's really, really working out well for them. Um, and like their partnership with Microsoft, like we don't, we obviously don't know like all of the details on like what exactly they're working on, but that's kind of unprecedented. And like the, the fact the that next, they're... The next Microsoft console is actually just the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Halo, it's coming out on Nintendo Switch. God, wouldn't that be wild? Spring, um, or no, it, it wouldn't be spring 2020. It would be like January 4th, 2020. Yeah. Like, here's a very specific date. Yeah, I, I, I think it's cool. Uh, I think Nintendo is kind of on a roll. I thought that Direct was really great. Um, it's encouraging. Totally, totally. I like that they're just like, hey, yeah, here's some stuff that you don't know about, and we're just going to kind of keep going, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you want to take a break? Uh, yeah, let's take a break, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll do a new segment here in the end. Let's uh, see how it goes. Sounds good. Hey, everyone. This is Greg from Red Shirts and Runabouts. We're the resident Star Trek podcast as part of the Heroes Podcast Network group. If you love Star Trek and things science fiction, we're definitely the show for you. Join us every Thursday as we talk about Star Trek Discovery, the new Picard show, and other ongoing content and new creations from the Star Trek universe. If you want to find us, search Red Shirts and Runabouts podcast on Apple and Google Play. And if you want to interact with us as the hosts, you can find us at Red Shirts Pod on Twitter. All right, and welcome back again. Uh, so we, we want to try out a new... A new segment here at the end, right? Instead of, sure, let's do it. Instead of your, your usual, like, uh, we're going to read some email stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I The segment I want to have is, da-da-da-da, armchair developer. Okay. Right? So here's what we're going to talk about. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about Apex because, you know, from, you know. Big surprise. About, but yeah, right. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to I'm gonna try to keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I want to talk about, you know, the different legends that we want to see uh, from this game. So, Basically, I played a bunch of Apex Legends over the past um, how many hours since the, since last week? Uh, I <laughs> exactly that much. I, I, yeah, uh, about eighty percent of that time. Um, played a lot of this game. I really enjoyed it. You know, went over to my buddies. I, I said we had a, a, a guys' night where we just stayed up into the wee hours and mm-hmm. even woke up and kept playing again. Great. And uh, and it was a really good time. Um, you know, we're not we're not that good. We're not bad, but. We're totally average. We're new mostly mm-hmm. to this kind of game. Um, anyway, th- this is all to say, like, we were having a good time, but, like, uh, last night, it was over at my girlfriend's place, and I can't remember if I had my headphones on or if it was over the TV, but I know I didn't have... I wasn't using a mic. I had gotten into a game where our ally left, like, four seconds into the game. We hadn't even left the dropship yet, and we are down to two players, mm-hmm. and... I'm just so used to playing games where if you're down, like in Overwatch, if you lose a teammate, you're going to lose. Like there is a, such a slim chance mm-hmm. that you could possibly win that game. And so it's so discouraging, right? Well, when the guy left, I was just like, all right, here we go. You know, I guess we'll see how far we can get. Well, we, it was me and this other character and neither of us had microphones and we went all the way to the end and had this incredibly epic fight just Oh my gosh! It, I get excited just thinking about it. it's the best fight. It was the best game. Well, the best like final mm-hmm. round, you know, when the circle's real small, um, that I've had since since I started playing. 
But what was really fun was, uh, you know, Lizzie was right next to me on the couch. And so she was watching me and, and I, I like having her watch me play this cause it's more entertaining than watching overwatch. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, especially cause it doesn't make me mad. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it's cool. It's, it's a fun game to watch as well as a game to play. Yeah, like I as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. I think I've actually, I've, I've watched way more Apex than I've actually played. Yeah, uh, I've never spent this much time uh, watching actual streams. Like with Overwatch, I would read a bunch of stuff, mm -hmm. but I've read a bunch of stuff on Apex and I've been watching Twitch streams. Uh, so that's cool. But anyway, uh, we, we ended up winning this game and it was just incredibly climactic. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was so much fun, you know, when it pops up, you are the champion, especially yeah. after there were only two of us, yeah, the that's, whole match. That's, that has to and, be really satisfying. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was so rewarding. Well, of course, we, you know, we turn to each other and we're making air horn noises. Oh, yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> right. I mean, and have a that's what you do five. in that situation. Dude, it was exactly what I wanted. <laughs> um, so that was super fun. That, that was like, you know, it's such a fun thing to share. Like, you used to play so many games without winning, or at least if you're me, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, so I, I, was, I can relate. Yeah. So. I was glad that she was able to see me actually win one, mm -hmm. um, you know, especially against all odds and stuff. Uh, but that also makes me appreciate that in a game where we were down a player and neither of us had microphones, we were able to take the win on this. That was really cool. And it's encouraging for how you can, how you can play this game in different ways um, that really allow freedom of communication. Mm -hmm. Like you do not have to, I know we talked it to death last week, but really I just can't get over how accessible that game is it's if you pretty, don't want to talk. pretty great. It's fantastic. So uh, that came out, uh, or that didn't come out. That was a, an experience I had. Yeah. Uh, no, the, uh, that was super fun. But what did come out was uh, a couple articles. One was like tips and tricks and all this stuff, um, which is cool to see. I think it was GameSpot run through a bunch of like, well, what if this happened? You know, and uh, for for a game with such a small roster, it has you know eight characters. Mm -hmm. It's cool all the little ways that things do and do not affect you and your allies and all this stuff. Uh, but then um, there was a leak. Uh, data miners found information on two new characters. Well, yet to be released characters, and 
a bunch of names, which the names could be weapons, they could be mm-hmm. legends, you know, the heroes, the characters you play. Uh, you know, they cool, could, yeah. and they I, could, I haven't they seen or heard of these yet, so I'm I'm going in blind here, so we'll uh, let's see what's going on. Yeah, let me uh, let me pull this up here. They they have so the two that are actually characters. One is called Watson, W A T T S O N. Okay. Which uh, it has seems, to be something to do with electricity. Yes. I would imagine. So it seems like it has a big Tesla trap. It's okay. probably a robot. Great. That sounds awesome. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. So. Like, great. Uh, let's see. There's that one and uh, a character named Octane that seems like uh, they have some sort of. Stim pack ability. We have no idea what that means. We can, hmm. it's all okay. When I when I think of creative. octane, I think of like something to do with fire, maybe. Yeah, I but mean, I, some, uh, something who knows? to do with like a container full of chemicals, or right? Something, yeah, which, you know, could be. Yeah, a I'm I'm, I'm I'm also thinking of like there's a metal. There's a, there's a titan in Titanfall two named Scorch. He is my boy, and I love him. Mm-hmm. And he just shoots gas canisters. You can set them on fire. You know. Okay. Uh, that yeah. Great. That checks out. If it, especially yeah. if it was in Titanfall, then. Yeah, yeah, like they, they obviously have experience with that. Uh, so so those two are for sure characters mm-hmm. that are all but confirmed because okay. they've got a list of abilities and all this different stuff. Um, but then there there's another list. Here, here's the list of names. But okay. We don't know like what they're for. They're just like a name no of something. A name of something. Okay. Uh, let's, let's so see got. you've got Nomad, Husaria, Jericho, Prophet, Rampart, Crypto, Scunner. What the hell kind of name is Scunner? I don't know, but I'm into it. <laughs> and Rosie. Um, and so, Rosie. <laughs> yeah, so, so those could be those could be weapon names. I mean, I could imagine Jericho could be. A, Jericho, like a I, feel, I feel like it would be like a like kind of like an old style rifle or like mm-hmm. a shotgun or something. And I was thinking, but... I'm really glad this game does not have like rocket launchers or some bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. They have grenades and stuff, but I'm so glad this game doesn't just have like BFGs. Yeah, that would. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. No, I'm I'm with you there. Um. But yeah, so uh, we don't. Let's pretend that those are all characters. We yes, don't know what they that, do. Let me see that list here, real quick. We don't know what they do. Um, it, there's a surprising amount of variability. With you know, you have a team of three, mm-hmm. and some of them interact in certain ways. Bangalore throws down smoke, and this other character can see enemies through anything, walls and smoke. So you know, uh, it makes it so you're at a huge advantage when that goes down so so i guess are you just wanting to go through like these names or like other I don't even things care about just... the names okay great. just like so there are only eight characters with all these abilities and yeah. there's so so many I, i'm just shocked at how many different ways you can do things based on what these abilities are mm-hmm. i liked it last week you had suggested um uh, you know having one of the new people be one of the pilots mm-hmm. where uh you can run right. on walls for a second yeah right mm-hmm. uh Armchair developer, I want to go through a list of good and bad ideas. Okay. Just right. off the cuff. So we cool. haven't discussed this before, so this is all this is off all the top of our head. just completely improvised. All right. Let's see what I can come up with here. Um, you start. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, something I see in Overwatch that I like is mm-hmm. like uh, there are the Zarya bubbles, right? You point your ability at somebody, and in Overwatch, uh, you put a bubble on them that absorbs a huge amount of damage. And of course, Zarya, whenever that shield takes damage, she gets stronger, her weapon gets stronger. Uh, I don't really care about the getting stronger part, but it would be cool in a pinch to be able to shield your, like one individual ally or maybe uh, give them a speed boost or something. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that that would just give one ally a nice advantage for like just, just some sort of buff in some way. Yeah, okay. uh, but you know, only on one person, like mm-hmm. not a whole team. Yeah. Um, 
because I, I kind of like that. I, I like when games give you the options of like stacking buffs on one person and finding weird ways yeah. to just do strange things, like reach places you're probably not really supposed to go. Um, but in, in this is a game, like the more I explore the edges, especially of that map, there are all these cool places you can hide and run that mm -hmm. um, you know, could potentially come up at the end of the map, like when the circle gets really small. Uh, but yeah, none of the abilities in the game feel game-breaking. They all just feel pretty cool. Uh, there's one tracker, right? The guy who can see through smoke and walls and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's the only one of his class. Like, you've got support, tank, um, damage, and tracker. He's the only tracker. So I suspect that they'll release a tracker pretty early on. So yeah, what I was actually thinking whenever you were just like, hey... Come up with something. I was actually thinking of something kind of like, you know how in like other first person shooters, you can like look at somebody and then just like mark them. Mm -hmm. So like maybe the ability to like look and like call somebody out, like sure, like I don't know how this would really work well with the ping system, but also that's not the point of this segment. Uh, but I think if you would be able to just like look at somebody and just like tag them and then they just like show up as like red or like, and like you see them like okay. behind cover or so something. I was thinking of this so much of the game is sound, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's a lot like The Last of Us multiplayer where, um, unlike that game that is super janky, just unbelievably janky, um, they, they both have uh, silence that you could just cut with a knife. Totally. Like, when it's silent, everything is so tense. It's when there's gunfire going on that you're like, okay, 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 let's or, go. Or like, in my case, oh shit, I need to get out of here <laughs> no, right now. No, that's when you move in because if there's gunfire, you can get behind someone who's already fighting somebody else and you come in and clean up. I'm a coward though. So. <laughs> <laughs> then then what you do is you hear the gunfire, you wait for everybody to peace out, mm -hmm. and you take the scraps. Yeah, and that's honestly, fair. those scraps add up pretty well because when the people, when everybody else gets leveled up, they leave behind really good things. Mm -hmm. um, so really that is a valid, uh, valid thing. I was thinking if if you could... So actually, that tracker they have right now, he has, like, crows. Um, it's cool when you walk around the map. I didn't know this until my buddy told me. Uh, there will be crows lying on the ground. And I've played that character, like, one time. And I saw them, but I didn't know it meant anything. It means that an, an enemy has been there recently. So when you walk up to an area, mm, only... Okay. I think only your I did not character know that. can see the crows. Like, your allies can't, but you can. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've played Bloodhound, and it, like, shows you, like, this person, like, there was somebody here, like, this, like, bullet casings on the ground from, like, 16 seconds ago. I think <laughs> that's, that's cool. so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. So uh, I think something would be useful. They they would It's not like they'd want to have a second character who had a crow, but I was thinking uh, sometimes all I want is just to alert everyone else where this enemy is so that they go fight the enemy. Ooh, yeah, that's pretty so cool. So what I would do, of course, they're not going to do a second crow, but if they did... I imagine I like throw my crow at an area, and if I get like really close to an enemy, this bird will like start squawking very loudly. Or, or it, maybe it's not a bird. Maybe it's like a megaphone. It's like a little flying robot mm -hmm. that just makes a ton of sound that says, you know, enemy here, enemy yeah, here. Yeah. Enemy. So everyone else just swarms on them. So it doesn't do anything except, you know, alert. But maybe it would just put a ping out. Maybe it would put it like a sonar pulse out for you or something, so you could kind of track them if they ran around. Um, but I think that would be a novel way of tracking. Yeah, I, but I also really, like really being creative about how you're fighting. I really like the idea of kind of playing with that expectation of like this is how the game is supposed to sound, you mm -hmm. know. And I, 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 whenever you mentioned like, oh, it's sound based, I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be really, really cool if like you had this cool legend that would like you could like 
like one of their like their active ability or something you just like point like the ground next to like a building or something and it would just sound like footsteps or like something like designed to just fake out another team not necessarily like bring attention but like play like do some like cool mind games you know there's there's mirage yeah but uh his ultimate it seems bad what is his ultimate his ultimate he just poofs a huge like like 10 versions of himself but they all just stand there yeah so that's obviously they're not the real one it is it seems really hard to do decoys like that in video games that are multiplayer because they don't ever really behave like people they just like run in a straight line and then just stop and stand there you know yeah which to be fair some people do i've seen people intelligently throw that right in front of a loot box because people do just stand there especially on playstation because you can't do the battle royale wiggle right as you loot where you're moving left and right um because you physically can't you cannot do it even mm-hmm. if you wanted to uh where on pc you definitely can i think uh I, I think now that i'm thinking about that kind of like sound like messing with people ability i think that would be really neat but i also think that you would run into i know this game is like trying to be as accessible as possible you know and mm-hmm. like obviously like not everybody can hear like some people have issues with that and i, I think it would that be is true but i think this, this is almost an overwatch situation where like there it's hard to make this game right without right sound. yeah like, overwatch, I, I understand you can't that hear it i'm, I'm just wondering if there it. might be like neat ways to do that visually but i don't know you know uh yeah yeah i mean if uh it, maybe if you could point somewhere and if you're like very close to where mm-hmm. an enemy is you can see like movement you know like little ripples or something i just had another really cool idea we'll go into that once you're done with this okay uh um, yeah good you well, want to do it now or let's, let's hear it okay um so for some reason with this kind of stuff i've never been any good at these classes but i really like seeing what people can do with them like in like team fortress 2 back in the day i never played spy but i watched a lot of people play spy mm-hmm. um I think it'd be really cool to have somebody that just, like, you can, like, their active ability is where they just, like, walk over and they put out fake loot that's actually a bomb. (laughs) That'd be kind of neat. And there would be a way that you'd be able to tell, but, like, in the heat of the moment, if you're just, like, grabbing a gun or, like, a health pack or something, they're not going to know that and they're just going to get the fuck up, you know? (laughs) I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. I think that would be really neat and they could, like, really lean into that, like, as a cool way. Or that could be instead of the bomb, that would be the sound one. Like yeah. you set it down and it's like a, it looks like a legendary, like mm-hmm. it looks indistinguishable from a normal like one. Or it's like a health kit. Right. You or uh, the well, Phoenix kits. They're right. the best ones yeah. in the game, right? If you had one of those where like, oh, when this gets picked up, it mm-hmm. just so that So that would require, I think that'd be really cool to kind of learn how to play around because it would require like an extra, because you always have to be aware of just like, all right, cool. Well, there's no loot here, but now you have to be aware of like, all right, some of this loot is still here and we've already been here so we need to keep an eye on what's taken and what actually is real or not Ooh, spooky i think that'd be cool uh well that that's really close to the idea so they have one tracker uh they have two tanks but one of them is caustic who lays traps all over the place uh i would be shocked if they don't fairly soon come out with another trap character it's i mean it sounds like watson might have his tesla trap right mm-hmm. so maybe that's the answer to that um you know but I would like to see some more of that uh, sneaky, like, environment, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caustic is fun because you can hold up to three of these poison, you know, sacks. Like gas canisters or Yeah, like and that. throw yeah. them on the ground. And you can have up to six out in the in the world. And then, like, you can pick them up and they'll go back in your inventory, inventory which is cool. Uh, but um, I, I like 
being able to manipulate the environment, especially as the game goes on, like the idea of the meta, where it's like, oh, people are going to expect to walk around this corner and find an egg sack. Mm. Or exact. That's what we, that's what my friends we keep calling them. And um, I just like went along with you. It's like yeah, totally. I didn't even notice. Uh, uh, the you know people are gonna get used to that. So then you're gonna have to start thinking a step ahead and be like, oh, if you think it's gonna be there, I'm actually gonna put it. If it makes you feel better, here. I call like care packages party favors. So <laughs> okay, yeah, just always have. I don't know why. Yeah, but uh, maybe one person's uh, ability is just like swap an item. You know, mm-hmm. like. Or like re-roll an item or something yeah, like that. Yeah, or like like turn some sort of ammo into another type. Or or uh, actually, a really useful one would be like turn one weapon mod into another one, mm-hmm. which is pretty weird. That is weird. That is a really weird one. Probably they're not going to do that. Yeah, that that seems like it get really unfair very quickly, and I know they're trying to make it. As, yeah, but also as you, skill you, you based play as lifeline, and you can bring in care packages. Right. You know when I when I played. That, that is also two people. literally rolling dice, you know? Right, because sometimes you get junk. Well, when we did, uh, when I was on that game with the two of us, mm. uh, I was caustic and she was lifeline, so she called in a care package. Well, we had just run to where a neutral care package was, so there was one just sitting there. We opened that up, and there was the best sniper rifle in the game mm-hmm. in it, and I was like, don't mind if I do. <laughs> and the other one she dropped in had the Phoenix kit, the best healing item in the game. Um, and then we ran in this building, and we found one sitting in the building, mm-hmm. you know, which is really, really low chance. Uh, so we just got, we got very lucky for sure. Uh, no doubt about that. But, um, you know, that was just a numbers game. We definitely had better luck with two of us because she had access to rolling these dice. But uh, I don't think the RNG is so bad. Honestly, having another item character like that, I think would be nice. I think it'd be interesting to at least play around with, you know. I will reiterate, I like that for as good as Lifeline is with all this random loot, she's not a must pick. Like, she's not totally. Mercy, you know, yeah. where back like, in the day... If you don't have a Mercy on your team, then, then people will yell at you to play Mercy. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so I'm glad that that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there are, just, there are a ton of opportunities of different things that, uh, that you can do. Maybe, um, you know, maybe your character's thing is like, when you redeploy at those balloons, you can go twice as far. Mm-hmm. Like, you and your allies or something, maybe that's your ultimate, I yeah. don't know. That's a really weird one again, but um, I just love it. There are only eight characters... All their abilities are great, except for, like, Mirage's ult. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and even Caustic, I think, has been rated as, like, the worst character. He's got a huge hitbox, so he's mm-hmm. easy to hit from a mile away. And all this stuff requires, like, planning and patience and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you have to be relatively, like, close quarters for it. Yeah. Like, it, it's very situational. Yeah, and so there's a whole bunch of stuff to it. Um, but even if I am playing the worst character in the game, it sure doesn't feel that bad to me, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah, no, every, every um, playing that game feels really damn good. But we've... We have beleaguered that point enough, you know. Right, right. Uh, uh, all right, so what are some bad ones? Let's... Uh, just completely ridiculous yeah, ones? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, building. Uh, you get the ability <laughs> to... Uh, you get this cool... The uh, character is a robot called Fork Knife. Yes. Uh, you you get a cool pickaxe, mm-hmm. and you get to build stuff. Actually, you know what? It wouldn't be bad if there was a character who had like maybe you do the same amount of damage but you have a longer melee range i I would absolutely love it if they had some sort of melee build but like you have to everybody else is going to have a gun i don't necessarily know like the longevity of that but maybe it's like you like look at them and you just like teleport straight to them or something like that well i wouldn't want to do that because that that would be too much oh totally well pathfinder has his grapple hook that he Mm -hmm. can you know swing around on but he can also pull somebody to him 
Um, so you can kind of do that. Mm -hmm. But uh, what we did, you know, way back in the day when I played Halo Reach, with Halo 3 and Halo Reach with my buddies, um, we, you know, they were college nights, so we would just stay up into the wee hours drinking. As you do. You and know. yeah, and we uh, would often have our friends who, at the beginning, weren't really into Halo. By the end of them, um, you know, they, they were women who didn't really play mini games. Mm -hmm. um, actually, because we played mini games, <laughs> we would play the uh, the party mode ones, right? The Bayhem modes where right. it's like, oh, four teams of three. Mm -hmm. You know, every time you kill somebody, they their head explodes and there's confetti and stuff like that. Uh, those are fun because they're just goofy and you don't, it doesn't matter if you're good. Who cares if you win? Uh, when we played round after round of Apex, we were like, oh, we're just getting destroyed. Like we keep you know it's we're starting to get frustrated uh you know i suggest i was like all right here's what we do we land on this drop ship you know this super mm -hmm. spicy area you know very spicy um and you drop in i mean either you get a weapon and you kill everybody or you don't you just die immediately or you die immediately right? so i suggest i was like all right here's our party mode we drop in on this supply ship only punch <laughs> you only punch but we have to land in the same spot and we have to attack the same people because otherwise We'll never kill them. Nice. And so we just, we labeled it punchies. So mm -hmm. now every once in a while we'll be like, all right, guys, let's get around to punchies. And so we just drop in the supply ship and, you know, like I'll maybe pick up a weapon, but then mm -hmm. I'll just put it away and then just keep punching yeah. because I know they don't have the weapon. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just a fun, goofy way to start the match because if you actually win, well, now you've got the whole supply ship to yourself. Yeah, it's great. So it's just and a just fun, goofy way. Ride that thing until it drops on the ground, you know? And, and you can always bail. Like if two right. of you go down, you can still like, hobble off the ship and your buddy who jumped off can can come revive you so you still have a chance to play the game mm -hmm. um but it's just a fun palate cleanser yeah and uh so i like the the melee feels not easy i don't know if i can go so far to call it bad because i think the game's better not having like the stuff you see in halo where you kind of track yeah where you're punches. like you just have to get kind of close you're like a yard away and you just like rush right into them and just take them out yeah, yeah. in this game if you're not touching them mm -hmm. you don't hit them yeah totally I, I always thought that was super great they they make a good video game they do so uh punchies everybody i want to hear your best punchy stories <laughs> yeah i can't really think week. of i can't really think of anything bad i'm just keep thinking of like oh this would be cool this would be Man, cool I'm, i i only have good ideas I, mm, yes mm. Mm, quite yeah, I, uh, okay, I don't know. Okay, you play as a character. Um, the character's blind, and you're blind. You, you play with a black screen. You can only run around using pings. Okay. That'd be kind of neat, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I just like it when people do weird stuff. This is hard for me. Um, uh, let's see. Well, what's some stuff from some other hero games? Uh, let's see. Well, because one thing that Apex has is, like, most of the abilities don't do outright damage. Like, even the orbital drops that can kill people, they take a minute yeah, to load up, like, right? you can totally play around them. Yeah, you, like, nobody just has an ability mm. that just substitutes a, a weapon, right? I don't know. Because I'm, I'm trying to think, like, a bunch of the other stuff that I'm thinking of, like, I'm really, in my head, I'm just, like, going straight to, like, Overwatch, you know? Because that's, mm -hmm. like, kind of the big thing, or a big thing right now. But uh, I, 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 I see... A lot of those abilities like are intent like inherently damage dealing because that's just that Paladins. kind of game. You know? uh, I would mind, you know, you've got Caustic's traps that you can throw on the ground. I wouldn't mind having one that's like Torbjorn's new ult on Overwatch, where you just throw like Torbjorn throws lava everywhere, and mm -hmm. if you stand on it, you're gonna get. That'd be kind of neat, just like a another way to do like an area denial. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, you want to go through the store? No, well, you're gonna have to walk through that. Mm -hmm. You know, I've got through some acid Working on the ground. Or really something. good at jumping. Yep. <laughs> Uh, 
Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so you, so Hanzo himself is in the game, right? Okay, yeah. And he spawns with a bow and arrow. Yep, and if you just shoot into a room, the bolts ricochet till they hit something. Boom. <laughs> Man, stuff sells You shoot itself. anywhere on the island, and it just bounces around somewhere until it hits somebody. Uh, and you games know, are over in five minutes. I love games that have, uh, um, like, a grenade you throw, and then it explodes into a lot of tiny grenades yeah, kind yeah. of thing. I forget, like cluster bombs. Yeah. The first one I ever saw was in Jet Force Gemini on the N64, mm-hmm. and I saw that I was like, this is the coolest weapon ever made. This thing is amazing. You know, it looks cool, kills people if you, if you get even anywhere near them. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe that's what they do. They add a rocket launcher that just shoots. See, I was thinking more of like, work with Insomniac, put some of those cool-ass ratchet and clank weapons in the game. Oh, there that is are a some great idea. Cool-ass ratchet and clank weapons. Um... There's a gun that shoots black holes. That's dope as fuck. Uh, the the one There's that shoots one... a disco ball. And yeah, everybody has yeah, to... it's great. There's one that literally turns them into a duck or a chicken or a sheep, depending on the game. And in the third one, which is my favorite game, I love it dearly. Uh, you basically turn them into a giant flaming duck that flies around you, and then it just like just bombards these dudes. It's cool. <laughs> I could talk about Ratchet and Clank for like two more hours. That is a pretty sweet game. We should stop. All right, all right, all right. Hold on. One more. You've got okay, you've okay, got a grapple okay. right that pulls people to you. Yep. I want straight up like a cannonball. I want I want to shoot something that knocks people back. I want okay. to see somebody on some. You, you can't take fall damage in this game. Yeah. But you can definitely mess people up. So you want something with like an air blast or something? Or well, I mean, I straight up just want to shoot a cannonball. Okay. I, I just that. want yeah. like so it's I'm a big that. old thing. Like I gotta actually aim it. But if I do, I'm gonna knock him off this rooftop and maybe out of the you know out of the thing or maybe i knock him into my buddy's trap or something like right. that uh but straight up just i want to pull out a full-sized can <laughs> in the middle of a fight everybody's like running and jumping and doing like the slide jump slide jump video game bullshit yep i just want to stand still and light a fuse on a cannon <laughs> wait for it to actually set shit. off <laughs> yeah all right uh i do have one more um one more hero suggestion here all right, all right sorry legend Oh, suggestion yeah i was confused with what you um, yeah um so i think it's a it's a character that's like kind of really you know he, he's somebody who's like really misunderstood he does some really neat stuff you know of course i'm talking about my boy waluigi um, <laughs> wow because i mean nintendo's not using him somebody else might as well uh, Man, and you, i think it writes itself at that point you know and that's all i've got all so. right <laughs> Well, that's the show, everybody. Great. Awesome. Uh, we are actually going to end it on that. Um, okay, cool. Look at that. Cool. Uh, well, thanks for sticking around for us uh, for so long, guys. We, we have not recorded an episode this long before, and we certainly had a blast. Yeah, we're, we're wanting to kind of experiment with the length of the episodes, kind of feel out some new changes coming to the podcast. So it might be a little weird for a while, but we're, we're kind of feeling we're, stuff We're hoping it will stay that way. Yeah, yes. Uh, so I know we've asked questions in the past, but please, please, if you have any feedback at all, uh, let us know. You know, do you would you like longer episodes? Are you like us where you listen to shows that are like two plus hours long all yeah. the time? Because, um, you know, we could be edge cases. Uh, but, uh, you know, are you interested in longer shows? Are you interested in shorter shows? Are you interested in different segments? And if you are, send us the uh, send those our way and yeah, we will. Yeah, uh, do. Honestly, I don't even care how stupid they are. Yeah. I hope you give us some really weird ones. I'll do a stupid show. I don't care. I have no shame about that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you do have anything, just let us know. Um, Twitter is pretty good if you want to get a hold of us. It's uh, at gg underscore Kansas underscore city. Um, I believe our DMs are open. You can also just tweet at us. That'd be fine. And of course, at the uh, at Gamer Heroes Pod. Yep. I believe. That one as well. 
Uh, we're also on Facebook. We have a Facebook group called Looking for Geeks. You should check us out. That's where I spend a lot of my time. We have a Discord. We got a website. Check out Cam's article. Uh, I actually need to read that myself. I'm excited oh, about cool. it. Cool. Thanks for supporting me. Hey, David, right. come on. <laughs> you just wrote it. I did. It was this morning. Well, it was last night, actually. But. Uh, so, yeah. So, um, we hope to see you back next week. Uh, we're going to dig through. Hopefully, I want to go through those uh, GDC stats. Yeah, so, um, totally. Yeah, hopefully you find some goodies, some yeah, very treasure. Totally. I, I like statistics more than I should. So. All right. Well, uh, thanks for sticking around. Yeah. See you guys next week. See you later. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.